Hi there, I'm RPG enthusiast and dungeon master Ryan Howard. Can't get enough RPG talk? Want to hear interviews with legends of the RPG world? Want to discover new and interesting games? Then let me recommend my show, Rollin' Bones with Ryan Howard. Each week on Rollin' Bones, I have conversations with content creators, industry legends, and gaming enthusiasts about the world of RPGs. I also share stories from my gaming table and give advice for players and GMs alike. Sound like the show for you? Then roll your bones over to RollinBonesPodcast.com or the podcatcher of your choice and check us out. Rollin' Bones with Ryan Howard, your source for the best in RPG interviews. Greetings, peasants. Welcome back to the Knights and Nerds podcast. My name is Tim. I'm the Dungeon Master, and I want to say thank you very much for listening to this. Today, episode 57, and that puts us, after this, only a few episodes away from the finale of this campaign. Now, the other players and I have been talking about what's going to happen next, and I don't want to give anything away yet, but we're very excited about uh, what's coming up. Hopefully we can announce that in the next few weeks, but I do want to say right now something I can announce is that we are now on Discord, so if you are on Discord and want to sort of be part of this little humble community that we have, you can uh, find the link in the show notes. Uh, There will be a version of the the behind-the-screen Dungeon Master group on Discord. Um, We have about 100 members in our Facebook group where we talk about all things Dungeon Master related and also specifically about things that I had revealed in the behind the screen campaign planning episodes. And so that was a group that was sort of like really in on the spoiler stuff from very early on. Uh, So that's going to continue forward into the next campaign, into the future of the podcast, still on Facebook, also on Discord. We also have a little channel there where if you're a player or a dungeon master and you're looking for a group you can hop onto our server and see if there's anybody else looking for a group and then you guys can combine forces many people are playing D remotely these days and you know what it's not in my opinion as fun as being in person but playing D remotely is better than not playing D at all Other than that, I do want to say thank you to Nicole Jones, who recommended us on Facebook. Thank you, Nicole, very much for doing that. It was very kind. Uh, Hoping you get that character sheet sorted out. If you need help with it, you can always let us know. And if you too are enjoying these episodes, you can leave us a rating or review. would help us out tremendously. Or you could tell a friend about the podcast. That would help us out tremendously as well. And now we can rejoin our heroes, Candace, Katie, Matt, and Tom, otherwise known as Faye, Vanna, Spruce Lee, and Gildob Fabblestabble. <laughs> and welcome to D&D. You got Candace here. <laughs> I'm taking over this podcast. <laughs> Putting on your announcer voice. 
Well, everybody, welcome to uh, another night on Nights and Nerds. Uh, <laughs> we'd like to welcome everybody into the homes of your... Uh, <laughs> what's good? What's happening? <laughs> it's a beautiful... Beautiful quarantine day here in uh, Ontario. If you look outside, it's been raining all day, which makes it slightly less miserable to be stuck inside your home all the time, forever. <laughs> this could possibly be the last time I play Faye. She's going to so go bleak. in. Guys. <laughs> She's going to commit suicide immediately. <laughs> Faye takes out Max and Farewell. plunges it into her brain. Farewell, cruel world. <laughs> See you later, guys. Okay. <laughs> Last time we played, you, after killing Arizax, you realize that the Iron Guardians all across Pharaoh's Point are lurching into action to carry out Arizax's final command. And this command can't be undone unless the staff is destroyed or someone else attunes to it, which takes some time. You hopped on your airship, zoomed across the city, engaged in some quick healing while you're following. Gilly's locate object on the staff. You followed it all the way to the keep where it all began in episode one. Ooh, full circle. You've disembarked. You sort of landed your airship near the keep after, I'd say, mowing down probably 10 or 20 people outside. Women and children. Let's be clear about that. (laughs) It's unclear if there were (laughs) innocents. Everyone from up high looks like an ant, so you're not quite sure if they were adults or not. Uh, the Githyanki, now without Erzax on his end of the bargain, uh, seem to have reluctantly rejoined forces with you, even though you killed a bunch of them. Uh, and they are... Some of them have disembarked their airship because you are... After you landed, you were approached by another group of Dragonborn. Gilly confused some of them by asking them who was in charge. Others appear to be thralls. And they were asking for what belongs to them. And one of them went up to Vanna with his hand outstretched. And she was just reaching for her sword so she could do him the favor of cutting it off. Ooh, had I not actually cut yet? I just... No, that's where we ended. Get started with some stabbing. Oh, yeah. And I should uh, point out that the the other members of the Alliance, uh, primarily Alasha, and Martin had indicated that they were trying to hold their ground, Alash being at the training grounds or near the training grounds, uh, which has since been barricaded. And Martin, with the dwarves, trying to fend off the the encroaching Iron Guardians, but not quite sure how long they can hold out if the Dragonborn soldiers that are in the city interpret the sudden aggression as an order that they should also follow. So there's that whole situation that's also sort of on the uh, on the front burner. Those are the people that you're trying to save with this little maneuver. You know that the staff is inside the Great Keep somewhere, and you are about to fight some Dragonborn soldiers outside. So let's everybody roll initiative. Yeah, that's how I like to start a session. Yes. <laughs> well, why didn't you tell me that when we first started the PD podcast? <laughs> 21. 22. Uh, I got 10. I got 9. Close. 
We got yep. group A and group B. Mm-hmm. <laughs> B team, yay! Yeah. <laughs> what about our horde of NPCs? <laughs> yeah, they're always going to be worry. C team. He throws them into a pit right away, so he doesn't have to roll for them for the rest of the time. <laughs> and I'm assuming uh, Dog then will just act on my turn, like same initiative. Yeah. Okay. Hey, actually, I have a question with regards to Dog. <laughs> Okay. He has a natural AC of 14, but I got leather armor made for him. Would that increase his AC at all? I got him custom custom leather armor, but I don't know that it would fit him as a dire wolf anyway. Would it just like tear off the first time he turned into a dire wolf and now it's gone? Yeah, I wonder. Or is this like a... Is it magical leather armor? Well, the transformation well, the, is magical. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like a polymorph almost. Yeah, like I had that custom made. All you need is a little magic to just smooth over the edges. All right. Well, I'll <laughs> I'll rule that it does not destroy when he hulks out. So then, but he has the stats of a direwolf when he's in direwolf form. So what you're saying is it doesn't increase his AC at all when he's in direwolf form. When he's in dog form, sure, whatever. <laughs> I'm not gonna make one of my bad guys like just attack just a random dog. I mean, <laughs> if all of you guys are dead yet. and he was bored, sure, then maybe he would do it. <laughs> Van is up first. Chappity chap at that hand, arm, general area. Okay, we'll just call that the body. Okay. <laughs> Did I specify... I'm assuming you're chopping with your sword, not with your bow. Well, yes, I just... <laughs> yes, I know. Okay, I'm going to assume I pulled up my long sword then. <laughs> oh, my God. Vanna pulls out her water flask. Oops. <laughs> Chop. Splash. 17. 17 hits. Uh, 12 damage. Okay. Attack again. 18. Mm-hmm. 14. Damage. So, sorry, they were in two separate groups, you said, right? Yeah. Yeah, okay. How many are in the supposed... Thrall group? Yeah. It was like five or six. Okay. Gilly, you're up, and then... And then it'll be Spruce. Not immediately after, but... So that first... The first Dragonborn... Looks very hurt, not quite dead. I'm just trying to get a grasp of the situation a little better. Because we had just done this you know, epic looking busting down the gates thing. Oh yeah. So this group of this dragonborn group that we've just engaged in, is the one who came up and reached out his hand, was he one of the ones that looked enthralled? Yes. And now that blows have been unleashed, is it like the whole group fighting or do I get any sense of like is this going to turn into an all-out brawl, or is there any sense of the group splitting up? Because we did tell them about the whole situation, and they were confused, and then the thralls stepped forward, right? Yeah, so the non-thralls sort of stepped aside from, from the thrall group, who are all totally fixated on you right now. They're, they're sort of a little bit further back. You don't know, like, they don't have weapons drawn at this point. You're not quite sure. You could make an insight check. You're not quite sure if they're going to commit to this fight or what. They were sort of off on their own, like 
chit-chatting about who's in charge. I think Gilly would draw his bow and like ready it um, and try to tell them some of your members are enthralled. We don't want to fight the rest of you. Like try to stop your companions from engaging in this battle. Like we have to focus on the mind flares and I'll just hold my action. Okay. Can you make a... And so if, if someone comes to attack me, then I'll shoot them. All right. Can you make a persuasion check? Sure. Uh, 19. Ooh. Hmm. Okay. The dragonborn that attack, that Vanna attacked is going to withdraw his arm, which is still mostly attached, <laughs> and will attack you. Oh, well, I guess then... Oh, if sorry, he no, no, sorry. Uh, <laughs> sorry, I was looking at Katie. <laughs> Yeah, that was oh. so clear. <laughs> uh, he's going to attack Vanna. Yeah. Okay. So you block one attack and one hits. You can take five points of bludgeoning damage. Is he attacking with? Uh, like a mace. Mm. One more will run up and also attack you. Misses once. Hits once. You can take four points of bludgeoning damage. Yeah, so clearly <laughs> this isn't changing from my my words. So I think I would actually use my attack. Okay, so these are again just to clarify, these are the the ones that you believe are thralls that are attacking. Yeah, like only the ones directly attacking Vanna. I would yeah. target one of those. Okay, doke, go for it. All right, so I'll shoot him with the bow. It's a twenty-three. Oh, easily hits. So 11 on the normal damage. Now, was the first, um, were you going for the one that Vanna already damaged? Or were we going to go for a fresh one? Go for the fresh one, I guess. Okie doke. 29 damage. (laughs) Oh, jeez. So as the second Dragonborn approaches Vanna and gives her a little tap with the mace, your arrow just goes clean into his into his ear t- channel, I guess. Canal. I don't know what uh, <laughs> Dragonborn have for ears. Oh. Where an the ear would be, there. there's now an arrow. <laughs> it was, it was like the comical ones that goes through like both sides of the head. <laughs> Dilly would say, I really don't want to do this. <laughs> but he's he just got real, a huge he smile. He's not real torn up about it. <laughs> yeah, huge smile on his face. <laughs> okay, and one of them will shoot an arrow at Faye. <laughs> Candace just uh, I, gave a dirty look to the microphone as if that's where you're sitting. <laughs> Tim lives in the microphone. <laughs> oof. Um, oh. What? I don't know. That noise didn't sound good. Yeah, oof is never what I want to hear when you're rolling damage. Right. Not nine points of piercing damage. And it's Devin's turn now, the, the wizard who's with you. He's going to launch a firebolt at the first dragonborn. And he hits, doing nine points of damage to that dragonborn and putting him out of the fight. Nice. Spruce, you're up. There's still three... Uh, there's still three thrall-ish looking dragonborn who... who uh, two of whom have not acted yet. Okay, and one of them attacked 
Who? Faye? Yeah. Okay, so Spruce is going to take his glaive and attack that one first. Oh, that is uh, 12. 12 does hit. Oh, nice. All right. And that will do 14 slashing. And I'm assuming he's still standing. Mm-hmm. So I'll just hit him again. Uh, 18 to hit. And that does 11 slashing. Is he still up? Very hurt. All right, so I'm going to make an unarmed attack against him as well then. Which is 19 to hit. And does 7 bludgeoning damage. That is enough to kill that dragonborn. How does a punch like that kill a dragonborn? I love it when I kill him with an unarmed strike. (laughs) (laughs) It's like right in the neck, like a throat punch. It's like I sliced him open and then reached inside the gash and just like ripped out his throat or something. I'll give him wow. a Cuban necktie. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Spruce has taken a dark turn in the last uh, handful of episodes, okay? He's bit. been he, ever since he had to ever since he had to kill um Shigar, he's been it's been a different person. <laughs> I don't want to kill anyone, even if they are my enemy. I'm going to rip his throat out with my hands. It's a story arc. It's a story arc. (laughs) When Spruce was a young lad, he had never thought about throat ripping. (laughs) Now, as an adult, it's come to consume him. Faye, it's your turn. (laughs) All right, so there's one more dragonborn? Uh, There's two two of the thrall-looking ones, and then there's the group of undecideds. All right, so two alive dragonborns that we ideally want to kill first. Yeah, that's a good way of okay. phrasing it. Um, so I'm going to get Max, throw him up into the air, mm-hmm. do some sweet, some sweet moves, and to stabby stabby one of them. Okay. The the tallest one. <laughs> <laughs> Arbitrarily. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, 21 to hit. Oh, yeah. Make him slightly less tall. Uh, six damage. Cool. Anything else? Uh, I'm going to give Bardic Inspiration to... Is Vanna next in our group? Uh, yes. I do to... already have inspiration from last game. And does Gilly still have his? Mm, no, I used it. Then Gilly. Did did Brita go already? Nope. I assume that Candace meant in our group as in the human yeah. players. Yeah. I, I was just trying to keep track of who we... Um, how's Faye doing for hit points? I am alive. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm actually not too bad. Uh, okay. Are you, are you asking uh, because you're about to just thro- like slaughter me or... No, no. <laughs> <laughs> not right now. Yeah. <laughs> I'm down 11 for my full hit points, if that gives you anything. Okay, no. Uh, I think Brita was just wondering if she could cast Cure Wounds, but you're not. if you're not too bad, then she'll do something else. She'll run forward and attack that, uh, that Dragonborn that Max hit. Her first attack misses, but the second one hits. Okay, and then Lilith will do... Oh, my God. Hey, we didn't do Dog. Oh, yeah. 
Um, Dog was sleeping. So wait, is there still there's still two standing? Uh huh. Uh, whichever one, I guess, has already taken some damage. Uh, okay, that's when that breed is attacking. Okay, so let's do. So I'll just use bite. And dog is gonna have advantage on this attack. Yeah, is that, that's because of pack tactics, right? Sure. <laughs> well, it is because because <laughs> it is, which is good because the first roll was a natural one. So that's gonna be twenty to hit. Natural one, I think, would be like dog just going and peeing on the corner of a building. <laughs> <laughs> For comedic effect, I like yeah. it. That's his building now. <laughs> All right, so that guy's going to take uh, 12 piercing. Oh, my God. Wow. Okay, well, dog jumps up and, like, drags this dragonborn down onto the ground and then, like, is going at his neck for a bit. Nice. So so he's dead, I'm assuming. Yeah, he's dead. Okay, cool, 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 cool. Uh, Brita... Shoots an arrow, but misses the remaining one. The other group of dragonborn at this point are are like just seeing you just slaughter who they thought were their friends. They're still kind of confused about all that's going on. So they're going to run. And one of them is like, we need reinforcements. And everybody, oh, he- not good. everybody hears in their head them. a voice. Not one voice. It's like. It's a cloud of voices that reminds you of what you hear when you hold the black orb. It's this cloud of voices that coalesces into many voices speaking at once. It says, please come inside. This is right where we want you. Stop this resistance. Let us talk peacefully. So the, the Gith Yankee don't seem to react to this, so you're not quite sure if they heard it. They're sort of like jumping into action, chasing after those other dragonborn, um, as well as the remaining thrall. At least, at least some of them are. It's back up to Vanna. Uh, Can we try to stop this? Like, yeah, the ones we need some leaving. charisma coming out. Yeah, can I just try and yell to the ones that are running away, like, something along the lines of, like, come back, we're not going to hurt you, let us explain? Uh, <laughs> was there any thralls left? Was there any thralls oh, left? Oh, there is, is one, one thrall left, yeah. Oh. Sorry, I, I should do that. He'll shoot at... Wait, didn't you say when we were at... I thought we were at Lilith's turn. She missed. Oh, you said Brita. The remaining thrall is going to shoot an arrow at Spruce. Um, and I rolled a 17. That's plus five. Uh, yes. But, hang on a sec. Well, I haven't used this in so long. I need to <laughs> catch, <laughs> catch an arrow? Yeah, I'm going to try. Oh, deflect missiles. That's what it is. Okay. Yeah, so that hits. You have to roll damage first. Okay, five. Okay. Five so, damage. It was just an arrow? Yeah. Okay, I'm going to catch the arrow and shoot it back at him. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
That'll be 27 to hit. Gee, I think that hits. (laughs) (laughs) And does nine piercing. Ouch, that's a lot. It's a hell of a backfire. Yeah. All right. Are you trying to yell after these fleeing dragonborn? Can I simultaneously yell and attack that guy? (laughs) Okay. Uh, I can multitask, right? How's your persuasion? Plus nothing. Plus nothing. Okay. So roll your plus nothing with disadvantage. Oh, the first one was a natural 20. Son of a bitch. Nine. All right. Well, you yelled while you're shooting another dragonborn. <laughs> so go ahead and are you going to shoot him or are you going to just hit no, him with your sword? I my, yeah, since I have my long sword, I don't like I mean, you don't paint a convincing picture, I'll say that. (laughs) I'm hurting the other one. Like pulling your sword out of one dragonborn, going into another and being like, come back. (laughs) (laughs) We're not going to hurt you. (laughs) Where's the beef? Here it is. 14. Uh, Yeah, that hits. 11. Okay, still up. Uh... 11? 11 does hit. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Okay. Doesn't have a whole lot of armor, and he's carrying a, a bow. Mm. 15. Okay, well, he's super dead. <laughs> uh, now what? Wait, how do they react? Gift- did they totally just run away? Do they listen to me whatsoever? No, they did not no. respond at all. Okay. Are the guests still here? Um, a couple have sort of given chase, but, uh, they've, they've largely, like only, a, uh, I should say only a handful disembarked because most of them are still needed to, to fly the ship. Um, they've, they're not going to give chase, uh, right yet. Um, so they started to go after them, but I've sort of stopped. So they're still standing around. So uh, I try to talk to them to encourage them to stay and not chase after them. Um, and if anyone steps forward to like talk as like a leader or whatever, um, I think it'd be fair to mention that the mind flayer is talking to us in our brains. Yeah, see if they heard that too. They did not hear anything. So um, I'll say the the mind flayers are here. They're inside and they're waiting for us. I think they said. Uh, I think this is what they wanted. They look very uneasy. One of them will say. A mind flayer's plans are complex and deep, difficult to predict. We don't know for sure what awaits us. They, you know, that they can sense that the mind flayers are inside, as well. Mm-hmm. Well, I'll say like we don't have to be allies, but you've come across the plains to this point. The mind flayers are here. Do you stand with us to fight them? They say they have no other reason for being there. Well, (laughs) let's put aside our brief history. No matter what their plans are, our best chance is to stand together and fight. Elwyn thinks that he might do best by, like, staying on the ship and being able to communicate with you via the trust in case you need, like, an emergency extract. You know what I mean? Ellen, Ellen like brings up his idea. It's like, sure, Elwin, do whatever you want. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Back you do you, buddy. Yeah, I'm just gonna stay on the just on the ship here. You know, 
in case you need me. You're standing outside of the Great Keep, a uh, bunch of dead dragonborn at your feet. Others have run off, calling for backup. Githyanki, look like they're deferring to your um, to your leadership here as a group. What's the call? I would assume. Just look around at each other <laughs> so, <laughs> wait, for a few moments. The other, the Rusty other bucket. group of <laughs> the other group of dragonborn ran. Yeah. Okay. They're running, calling for backup. All right. So we all kind of look around at each other, and then Spruce starts walking in. One man show. With dog. <laughs> Hopefully, you guys Goodbye. follow. <laughs> <laughs> he he like slows down and looks behind him just to make sure. <laughs> No, I'd follow behind. I feel like that's kind of uh, what we got to do. I think I, I would run up with my short little stubby legs beside Spruce and try to softly say, like, are, are we going to try and lead these people at all? Like, I was kind of thinking that might be your thing. What people? You were in the military, right? Yes. <laughs> yeah. In like, our NPCs? The army we have marching in currently? We don't have well, an what's army. What's your idea if we're going in here? <laughs> won't know till we get inside <laughs> like we can't know right we our yeah. our goal is to find that that staff and destroy it um so i mean we need to go in and find Agarand, i guess if he has it as far as we know so i understand we're kind of going in blind here but we at least have a, an idea of the layout of this place we've been in it before and i feel like it's safe to and assume the dm sent us a map <laughs> it's safe to assume they're probably in the main kind of room where Kalira would normally have been. It's called the Great Hall. But that's a good point. The Great Hall. And, and this is the Great Hall, so we're familiar, so we know that once we go in, it's going to look like this picture you sent us? Uh, yes, precisely. Yeah. All right. This is where you so were when Kalira had disappeared. What mm-hmm. is the thingy in the middle of the room? Oh, I'll, I'll just, I'll tell you. Oh, okay. All right, we'll stay close. Uh, if you got anything to prepare, I will activate um, my dagger. You're going to coat some poison on it? Yep. You also have your familiar uh, going on, right? Yep. I got my owl with me. Tim, I have one thing if I could take a knee. Sorry to interrupt you again. Do you think Gilly would be capable of... Like, <laughs> I had a bit of an idea about... Because uh, I always keep gems on me for payment. And then I have these gems with the engravings. Mm-hmm. Could I find a time to scratch fake engravings into other gems? Like, um, like before you run in? Yeah, I know there's not like a great time for it. It was just the thought I had. And uh, I didn't know even like how long that kind of thing might take. Hmm. Well, I think Gilly would know how long, like the quality of gemstones, right? Yeah. And I've got other gemstones because I use them for currency and I could just like use a dagger to you know, they wouldn't be perfect, but maybe a rush job. Are you trying to, well, it depends. Are you trying to just make random engravings or are you trying to sort of sort of emulate like what's already on there? Yeah. To sort of emulate. I mean, even uh, if it wasn't like all of them, if it was like one in there, like if I find time in between things, I'll just say that Giladov would be doing that, pulling out a jam and working on engravings in between things. Hmm. Interesting. So is this, are you meaning to do this like before you enter or are you asking if this can be like a retcon? Um, no, I, I, like maybe I'll have one out and I'm scratching at it while I'm like talking to the group just before we go in. If it's a rush job, um, I'll say 
you can do a you could do a sleight of hand check with it depends on how long you wait if you if you are not trying to like really hold up the group it can be with disadvantage i'll do it with disadvantage all right is your sleight of hand is pretty uh, intense anyways mhm 15 and a one. So with the one, it would be a 14. Jeez. (laughs) Fair enough. All right. So, I mean, it's, it's actually to a layman. It's pretty remarkable. Like the speed that you're going at. I think if Elwin was looking at a little idea to try and throw them off, if they somehow take them from me, (laughs) I don't know, but that's enough of a delay, I guess. Okay. So Elwin, is back on board the ship. He sort of like salutes you as, as the ship begins to rise up off the ground. And he says, uh, the, the door is scraping against the ground <laughs> as he goes. <laughs> and he says, you know how to find me in the tattoo trust. If that wasn't specific enough. <laughs> when you enter the great hall, there's like a, it's almost like an antechamber where, uh, if if this place was being invaded, that invaders would have to run through. And there's it's like a, a narrow hallway with murder holes on either side. But then you enter from there, completely unopposed, into the Great Hall. As you're going through the antechamber, the Githyanki will ask. They they more suggest that they should remain outside here because of the likelihood of other thralls coming to sort of bottleneck here and protect you as you go in there. Well, I guess we're kind of in the shit. So taking even one of them to like help identify thralls isn't going to really make a difference. We're assuming that everything from this point forward is hostile. Mm, Fine by me, I guess. (laughs) What's everyone else think? Yeah, that seems reasonable. Um, I had a question. Is he, so is the owl flying ahead of us a little bit to give us a sense of what to expect? Uh, he could so far. Right now, he's just sitting on my shoulder. Uh, okay. Or like right on top of my head. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Okay. So we'll say we'll say that as you enter, they're going to sort of close themselves in in this antechamber so that any attacking force. Oh, I guess there's no double doors on the front of it anymore. So they're going to close these the doors to this chamber <laughs> uh, with them on the other side, and they kind of give you a solemn nod. As the doors close and you quickly disappear from view. If the owl is flying ahead. If Vanna mentions it, like, that's a great idea, then I'll do it. Okay. When you were last here, the Great Hall lived up to its name. It was regal, awe-inspiring. It was breathtaking. As you enter the same Great Hall now, or as the owl flies around it, taking advantage of this huge, luxurious vaulted ceiling, like there's so much space. Even just a glance into this place now reveals that something truly malevolent resides here. The hall is about 120 feet long, with rows of gargantuan stone pillars on the left and right sides. It has become dark and foreboding. About 60 to 70 feet away in the center of the room, not far from the now empty throne, Kalira's resplendent, ornate, dominating empty throne. About 60 or 70 feet from where you would enter, so closer to the throne, is this 
crudely constructed iron cage. So a 30 feet by 20 feet. It looks malign, like it was made with cruelty. Standing in front of the cage, his bronze armor reflecting the flames of some nearby torches, looking towards the doorway with one piercing orange-yellow eye and one eye that is pale white, is the horrific form of Agarand. He holds his long sword in one in his one remaining hand. His other arm is now a muscular tentacle that hangs nearly down to the floor, twitching in anticipation. Around the perimeter of the room, starting about 40 feet away, a chaotic assortment of dragonborn, human soldiers, and commoners standing at attention, ready to obey their cruel master's psychic commands. At about 60 feet. I should just, like, upload the picture so that everybody can see this and not have to rely on my uh, Mm. description. I mean, like, the audience. Yeah. At about 60 feet, along the left and right sides of the hallway are inconspicuous doorways leading elsewhere in the keep. At the door on the left side, you see a mind flayer carrying the Staff of Control, standing at the base of the stairs and the passageway going up. That is what the familiar sees. How many dragonborn did you say? Well, standing around the the perimeter of the room, Mm -hmm. uh, there are... I mean, Gilly would have to relay this to you. Yeah. With the uh, owl doing a quick flyby, you just probably at least 20. It's a lot of dudes. Faye turns invisible and leaves. <laughs> <laughs> Don't even think about it. Just pulling back a classic. I mean, we're back at the beginning. I feel like this isn't the time for my character arc to just crash and burn and I'm just getting out of here. In your minds again, you hear voices coalescing into one one coherent message. If you will not join our unity, at least do not stand in our way. Tell us what you desire, and it shall be yours. Oh, great. I'll take the staff, please. Except the staff. <laughs> Say something other than the staff. Get the heck out of this plane of existence. Something reasonable. Your death? Eat a butt. <laughs> Eat a butt. Present it. <laughs> Let me cut it off you first. <laughs> Do you have a button? Do my players have buttons? Uh, what? Oh, it's that thing on your face. Oh. <laughs> Ass face. Yeah, we have very mature thoughts as they come to our brain. Okay, so are there any points of that description that you want me to, to go over again? Okay, so that... Can you say where the mind flare was? Oh, sorry, Matt. Yeah, actually, that's what I was going to ask. That that doorway on the left, that's the stairs, and that's where the mind flare with the staff is? Yeah, he's standing close to the... Well, the doorway. Sorry, the yeah, near there. Uh, standing next to the doorway. And then there's nobody guarding the door on the right side? E- yeah, there's nobody over on that side. These, these passages just go off, uh, like, elsewhere in the keep. Okay, so I guess before we enter this main room then, like, after hearing the description of where things are and whatever, Spruce is going to turn to the group and basically say, you know, we're up against a pretty big big group and a pretty big opponent here. Our first goal, 100%, what we need to do first is get that staff and destroy it. If we can do that, we will have 
more allies that will come to help us. We'll have the dwarves, we'll have the warriors alliance, we'll have a lot more people that will come to back us up. So that should be number one priority. Get that staff and destroy it. I mean, as soon as we go in there, if if we're not cooperative, it's obviously going to go south pretty quickly. But if we have, I don't know, someone or 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 a few of us who are kind of tasked with that first, that's going to be uh, give us a huge advantage. Or sh- should I blow the horn and get to get them to help with that? That might be. I mean, if we go in there. <laughs> <laughs> you goons go get just like a line of berserkers like running down a just hallway rushing. like <laughs> <laughs> um, well we're slightly outnumbered here I feel like we need it all the bodies we are outnumbered but that big guy's standing right in the middle like I don't know I'm, I'm looking for a point where either they're the illithids overconfidence or like <laughs> narcissism gets them in trouble but i should again i i want to i don't know if this came across like the 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 uh people standing around the essentially if this was a clock face it would be like from nine o'clock to three o'clock standing around the room not all of them look like they're serious fighting thralls some of them look like peasants but it's definitely kind of presented where this this one guy is up front and then he's got all those guys behind him. Yep, that is correct. Okay. And that cage was empty? Um, no. Um, if Gilly's bird was going to keen to take a look, it would have noticed that there were some immobile bodies lying there. Some with conspicuous looking head wounds. Hmm. You would assume that these are uh, these were meals. Oh. Hmm. Hmm. Well, I mean, the horn is definitely powerful, but it's also like an emergency situation thing. You know, once you blow it, it's on. So mm-hmm. don't always wait until you really. Tyler, your well. sex tape. <laughs> <laughs> once you blow it, it's on. <laughs> yeah, I, my major concern is that the mind flare that has the the staff is just going to take off, because we already know they don't like to to get up close and into combat they're going to want to keep their distance so like we need to get in there and I don't know either a few of us have to chase that thing down or we have to try and get it immediately before the before it can even get away well I mean I'm looking at the map and that's a long distance to travel yeah. so it's about 60 feet so it's uh, I know that there are yeah. like squares on the grid I don't want each one to represent 5 feet Okay. Uh, the door is about a little further than halfway the total length of the room. So, I mean, someone with faster movement like Spruce could get there um, within one turn if he dashes or uses uh, Mm -hmm. some kind of other ability. Or if... Hang on. Your NPCs are going to come in handy. Devin knows Long Strider. I just want to check what that does. Oh, Okay. Uh, so it'll increase one creature's speed by 10 feet for one hour. So Spruce, you could could be the one to rush for it. I mean, we'd definitely be charging in behind you to back you up. Yeah, if my speed was increased by 10, I could actually get to the Mind Flayer in one shot without having to dash and then still take an action and then be stuck. Do you have an ability that can, like, stun him? Or uh, I have... 
Well, I do. Um, I well, I could try. I also have disarming attack, so I can. That was my plan was to kind of try and get him to drop the staff. I mean, I would I would say don't don't leave this room. We're gonna have to fight no matter what, and we don't want you split yeah. up. But I think you could you could rush forward, and we could back you up pretty well. If someone is stunned, what? I feel like I ask this every time I go to use stunning strike. <laughs> if they're stunned, what does that mean? They just can't take an action, or or what? Okay, so they can't move. Fail saving, uh, strength and dexterity saving throws. Attacks against them have advantage, uh, and they're also incapacitated, which means they can't take actions or reactions. Okay, so if someone, in theory, were stunned. How easy would it be to grab something out of their hand? Well, they'd be failing a dexterity saving throw. So pretty easy. <clears throat> if if the ability forces a, a dexterity or strength saving throw, a stunned creature will automatically fail. I'm almost better off just using the disarming attack first, because first they would have to fail on the stunning or the the saving throw against the stunning strike, and then. And then you'd have to use another action. Use another right? action, yeah. So, yeah, disarming sounds perfect for this situation. Yeah. And we might not have to use the horn, but I've got a not good as good option, and I pull out my tan bag of tricks. <laughs> oh. Nice. Haven't seen the bag of tricks in a while. Oh. Yeah, I'll pull out three fuzzy objects and throw them on the ground. Yeah. In preparation of our fight. Okay, so then, yeah, that's Spruce's plan is that he's gonna run in. If he get what? What was that? Uh, the ability that lets him move ten feet quicker. Long Strider. So if Devin wants to cast that, then Spruce's plan will be to just charge in straight to the Mind Flayer and try and make a disarming attack to get the staff, and then hopefully you guys can just back me up and then we go from there. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> if you're like charging in as soon as you enter the hall, is that the plan? It's just, well, I, I summon my little creatures. In oh yeah. What, what did you get? Uh, I got two ax beaks and a tiger. <laughs> Ooh, dang. So ax beaks, I guess are, tall flightless bird with strong legs and a heavy wedge shaped beak. It's an ostrich. It's like an ostrich with a scary yeah. beak. <laughs> okay. Or like a, uh, Two ostriches <laughs> and a tiger. The tiger seems good. Picture I don't like know a what bird the heck I'm going to do with only... Gilly yeah. is Tiger King. It's going to be like a real fancy entrance. Gilly exotic. Like Gilly with two ostriches on either side. You don't need to fight them. We'll just confuse them. Like what the hell is going on? The whole song and dance. Oh, I just looked up pictures of axe beaks. They're like hell penguins. Well, there's different versions, right? One of them looks like, yeah, like a like a puffin that that has an axe for a beak. <laughs> and then some other ones look pretty badass, actually. Now just let me Google tiger. What does a tiger look like? <laughs> <laughs> He's like one of your cats, but like kind of big. Uh, oh, <laughs> oh, Tim needs to go back to kindergarten. Okay, so yeah, so you've got a menagerie 
I can't remember how like how many times I've referred to Gilly as as like Hell's Zookeeper or <laughs> Doctor Moreau or or like uh, the Ringling Brothers, but with less animal abuse. Like a <laughs> not at least not like inflicted a, by Gilly. Cr- Cronenberg's Doctor <laughs> Doolittle. Yeah, it's, it's it might be the time he spent with that circus with uh Parko, <laughs> Perfo, Perfo Parkinson. <laughs> His name always eludes me a little bit. He's like G- Gary, Terry, Jerry, Larry, Gergen. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yes. All right, let's stop delaying the inevitable. Uh, We're all delaying. You got your backup. If you are just. As soon as you're in the great hall, if you were if Spruce is just taking off as at as at a sprint, mm-hmm. wait did did Devin then everybody cast? should did, did yeah he cast long stride on you yes okay. yeah. Leroy yeah. Jenkins Spruce runs in everybody roll some GD initiative I God damn it Yippee. I was hoping I'd be able to get there before I had to do that. Oh, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. I'm glad it worked out for yeah. you. It was a good time for it to work out for me. <laughs> 22. I got yeah. 20. Me too. Uh, Tom, how'd you do? Uh, I got a seven. All right. Spruce is up first. Yes. Okay. Um, all right, so basically I'm just going to charge in and try to hit this this mind flare that's holding the, uh, the staff. I'm going to try and hit it with my glaive. So you rush in. When you get about halfway, the mind flare will use a readied action to go into the passageway. Oh, that's son of a essentially up the stairs okay so then if I get to the bottom of the stairs can I can I still see the thing the mind flare is it like at the top of the stairs uh yeah it's it's a short stairway like maybe 20 feet you see it at the top of the stairs it waves at you mockingly (gasps) brandishing the staff of control and it says you all hear this in your minds you are all feeble and pathetic. You will not stop us. Simply hand over what we desire. We will let you live. So that's your movement. It does have a bit more movement. So like after it taunts you, it's going to like there's a hallway running parallel with uh, or I should say perpendicular to the stairwell. So it's just going to go right around the corner. God damn. You could give chase if you want to dash or use some other ability. I mean, maybe we all just ditch up the stairs. If we can get there fast enough, maybe we can get ahead of all these guys that are looking to fight okay, us. Okay. Okay. Um, no, he went it or it went just around the corner. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, Spruce is going to use Step of the Wind to dash. Okay. Uh, and dash as a bonus action up the stairs. And around the corner to meet this stupid thing. And I'm assuming I make it up to it. 
Oh yeah. Well, okay. it's it's a little further down the hallway than you would have anticipated. So you're not in melee combat. Really? How big of a? Or wait, you dash. You can dash another sixty. Another feet? sixty feet. Yeah. Oh geez. Oh yeah. You get right up to it. <laughs> okay. I'm gonna try and hit it with my glaive. Okay. Go for it. Twenty-two to hit. Your glaive passes through an illusion. Son of a bitch. Hmm. (laughs) Um, It disappears. It like winks at you and then disappears. So much sassiness. Okay, Spruce shouts as loud as possible to try and so that the my allies can hear me that it was an illusion. Uh, The staff isn't here. It was an illusion. And what is there anything else around me then? Or I'm just up in the middle of this hallway now by myself. You're yeah, you're in a in a hallway. There's some like some like looks like some some doors further down, but nothing of interest. It's an illusion, Michael. Michael. <laughs> uh Spruce is livid. Vanna, your turn. I wasted a fucking key point on that, goddammit. <laughs> How many you got left? Uh, all nine, actually, for those counting. <laughs> what? No. <laughs> that you, said no. You said no one would be counting. <laughs> I have uh, three left. I don't know when I used them all. I must have used a few during the, the dragon battle. Okay. Uh, I will try and cast spike growth, like, way at the back. Prevent, like, more coming towards in the far left corner, whatever okay. it's gonna cut, whatever encompasses the most number of people. Okay, so can you remind me of the radius of that? Yes, I believe it's twenty feet, twenty foot radius. Okay, so you're trying to pin some people back in that back corner. Mm-hmm. All right. And What's the range on that spell? Can you tell me, like, how are you staying close to the the room there? Like the where you come in? Here. Yeah. Are you going in at all? Going in um, further? Um I don't think on this turn. I think for now, if I'm doing that, I'm just gonna stay there. Faye, what do you have? Um, I want to go. Okay, is everyone but Spruce in the room with us? That is correct. Well, I'm not in the I'm still in the hallway portion, aren't I? You're just at the in the inside of the room. Okay. Right? Okay, yeah. Just in the doorway. You're all clustered in there, nice and tight. Uh, all right. Am I within stabbing distance of anything? Uh, how far can Max go in a turn? I'm trying to find my information on him. Uh, up to thirty feet away from me, and then five feet within wherever the place that I have him hovering in. Okay, so you can you could get the Agarand Flare if you go into the room. Like you could go in. A little bit, maybe duck behind like one of those first pillars. Yeah. Okay. And then you'd be within range. Okay, I'm gonna do that. Okay, go for it. <laughs> Don't laugh at my shitty roll. <laughs> twelve to hit. So twelve, it it just like scrapes harmlessly off of his armor. Doesn't even make a mark. Damn. Bet it scared him though. Some nice bronze armor. Mm. All right. Um, okay, I'm gonna hold off on my other part for now. 
I'm trying to decide what to do. Let us live. Sorry, it's Agaran's turn. It's Agaran's turn for, I was just mulling. Does he go after Spruce? Because Spruce is all by himself. Bring it, bitch. (laughs) Definitely going to regret that. (laughs) Both Spruce and Matt are very upset about what transpired on my turn. (laughs) I was hoping you would be later in initiative so I could have more people fall for that. Just been sitting over here stewing. <laughs> Just like, well, I don't even know what to do now. <laughs> he is going to open a portal ah. behind him and he walks through it, disappearing from view. What? Not cool. Hmm. Cool, 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 cool. Love getting to know all these sweet abilities that these guys have. And appears next to Spruce. Ah! That's called Dimension Door. Mm-hmm. Does he say that when he arrives? Dimension Door. <laughs> <laughs> That's called Dimension Door. And he cuts you down. <laughs> More like Dementia Door. Hit him in the head. Ooh. <laughs> oh, okay. That's funny. The. <laughs> A number of the uh, so far motionless thralls standing around the outside of the room spring into action. Um, Wait, so he appears next to me and then does nothing? Oh. Um, oh, he has that sweet Yeah, price. well, that, that was his action. <laughs> so yelling Dimension Door was a bonus action. Got it. <laughs> uh, he'll use a bonus action to... Oh, shit. <laughs> He'll use a bonus action to prepare uh, something that will happen on his next attack. <laughs> Five thralls from the left left wall are going to peel off and head towards the stairs on the left, like that are in, in closer to the front. Yes. Okay. And five more from the right will rush towards the center of the room and they'll make it to just in front of the cage I guess halfway between the cage and the door because they're going to dash that's their entire movement and that's their turn oh boy Devin's turn (laughs) what it's still laughing about the dimension door thing dimension door that's what you call dimension door (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> just That's for somebody so badass I feel so like braggy he's so proud of his little spell he's still part yeah. red dragon right <laughs> Spruce is just like K <laughs> I don't know it's pretty cool I mean I know you're enemies but pretty cool that's all I'm saying okay uh, Devin's gonna use acid arrow on one of these uh, thralls that sounds awesome Trippy man. <laughs> that kind of acid. Uh, but he rolled a five and so he misses. <laughs> yeah. Sounded cool. It didn't look that cool, I guess. Correct. Uh, Lilith's going to shoot some arrows at these thralls. One of them hits. Ooh, max damage. Okay. 
Gilladab, your turn. You and your you and your uh Oh hang on. Animal menagerie. Agaran's gonna use a legendary action. Spruce, what's your armor class right now? I guess only nineteen. Only nineteen. <laughs> Can you make, it's going to try to wrap its tentacle around you. Can you make a strength saving throw? Yep. Yeah, farts. Ten. He wraps his tentacles, well, his one tentacle, around your body. You can feel, you can feel like the the little suckers on his arms, like, kind of biting into your skin. Because you've got so much exposed flesh, Spruce, we've been over this. Put a shirt on. <laughs> yeah, stop showing so much your midriff. <laughs> How will anyone see my, up. A my Daisy Duke. belly button tattoo? <laughs> well, we've all seen it enough, all right? Okay, all right. Sorry, Gilly, go ahead. Gilly and his uh, posse. Animal menagerie. Does that, just real quick, does that mean he has like another cool catchphrase? Like, that was legendary. <laughs> he's oh become God. really cheesy he's just super cringe yeah he's a really yeah. cringy he's just excited to be in the campaign now <laughs> well um okay so Gilly will command the tiger to run after spruce so it can move 40 feet okay so like how so, close could that get him uh, it can get him into the doorway, but it would also get him into combat with some of these uh, thralls. Oh, true, because there's five coming down the left side. Mm. I okay, well then actually, he'll move. If I can go back for a sec, one of them, I think one of them would be in the range of Vanna's spike growth, so would have been taking some damage. Uh, Katie, do you want to roll damage for uh, one of these clowns? Sorry, Tom, I didn't mean to interrupt, but I just... No problem. Sure. Four. Sorry, Tom, go ahead. All right. So then the tiger will run up and pounce whoever is close to the, like, close to the front of the door. Okay. It'll be this guy who walked through a spike. Right. Rolled a 14. It's plus five. So 19 to hit. Oh, yeah, easily. So he does 10 slashing damage, and the guy would have to make a DC 13 strength saving throw. Ooh, I rolled in that 20. How about that? Probably a useless oh, okay. thing. Well, he doesn't get knocked hmm. prone then. Okay, he's in rough shape. Great. The two axe beaks, I'll tell them to run on over as well. Um, so they're real quick. So they get over there, no problem. Uh, the first one's going to attack the same guy. <laughs> he misses. The second one... 21 to hit. Oh, easy. Fine. And they get 28 plus 2. 8 damage. So that axe beak mauls to death that last guy who was trying to get through the door on the left. Great. So I'll just run up behind them. I'll take my full movement, which admittedly is only 25 feet. And I'll shoot one of my arrows. I guess it's someone... Close to my animals. Is there someone okay. like that's by them within five feet of them? Like, yeah, yeah, they're all they're all sort of 
a, f- a few of them had gone into the passageway, and a couple of them were sort of just lined up. They're queuing, waiting to get in. Oh, how British queuing. Yep. Uh, 15 to hit. Oh, yeah. 15 does it. Uh, 32 damage to whoever I shot. Oh, my God. Oh. <laughs> Obliteration. Wow, that erased somebody. I, let, I, uh, I just uh, I let Scorpion Hawk fly, and I'll say I actually, since there's so many bodies in a small group, I'll, I'll, I'll shoot vertically, and I'll use my mage hand to curve the arrow back down. <laughs> so it's like a molly shot. <laughs> when did we get bombing? You hit like an artery, and there's like this splash of blood against the wall as this, the body just, is just like wrenched to the side from the sheer force of the shot. Amazing. Perfect. Um, and then I'll use my cunning action to uh, bonus action dash and just move another 25 feet closer to the to the stairway. Yeah. I, cool. Okay. Can can I actually like retcon something? I I never did anything Maybe. with dog. I don't go up the stairs. <laughs> <laughs> and we did, never did. If you want, it. you you can sort never of did it. Which which of the which of the two pillars on the left do you want to get up around? The first or the second? Oh, for me? Yeah. Well, if I'm moving 50 feet in total, then hopefully I could at least get to the second one. Yeah. For sure. And take some cover. Awesome. Okay, sorry Matt, what were you going to say? Yeah, uh, I didn't do anything with dog on my turn. Um so what mm, I yes, we all forgot. What I want to have done is just have dog follow me. Dog has a, a movement of fifty. So if he moved and then dashed, would he have been able to kind of keep up with me to get up to the fake illusory mind flare? I'll leave it up to you. Do you want him to be there with you, or do you want him to be in the main room still? Where where? Because if he's if he goes up there now, he's going to be getting mixed in with some thralls in the hallway. If he's there next to you, he's going to be with Egrand. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, yeah, I guess if he was, if he stayed in the main hallway, if Spruce just sprinted in and he, if he can still make or take a turn before, before we start the restart the initiative or whatever from the top, then that's fine too. He doesn't have to be up with me. All right, so you want him to run up there and, and and attack a thrall? Sure. All right, do it. All right. Uh, nine to hit. Uh, it's going to miss. All right, Brita looks to Vanna, confused as to what to do. Based on what we can see. Oh, hang we... on, sorry. Uh-huh. Agaran's going to use another legendary action. <laughs> He's going to make a melee attack against Spruce. Who is stuck in his tentacle grasp right now? Can you make him take against Bruce? Bruce is also five. <laughs> <laughs> so while I'm stuck in the tentacles, oh, you're just gonna try and make a melee attack, okay? You <laughs> Dick face. He's gonna enjoy eating those brains. <laughs> uh. So you're gonna take. 12 points of slashing damage. Okay. And then uh, his bonus action was imbuing his sword with psychic energy. So you're going to take 
18 points oh. of psychic damage. Holy shit. And please make a wisdom saving throw. Shit. Wisdom? 21. Ooh, okay. All right. Uh, you're, you're safe. How are you doing? Help. You know what? Don't tell me. I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> right. Okay. Sorry. It was Brita's turn. I think she'll just shoot at one of these thralls that's ahead of you guys, unless Van instructs her to do something else. Well, I wanted to ask, based on like my perspective, how much would I know is going on with Spruce other than that was an illusion? Is that all I would I think that's all know? anyone would know. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, then I think she would just go, yeah, go after a thrall then. Okay. She shoots at one of the thralls that is in the foreground. She hits one. He is severely injured, but not dead. That is the end of the first round of combat, and I think we should probably call it there for tonight. Son of a bitch. Things are not going well for Spruce. 